All right, so let's see what's going on in the markets. So today is June 30th, the last day of the month. And with me in the studio is my head coach, Mark Hodge. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Marcus. Well, last day of the month. Can anything stop this market from going higher? <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. I mean, Interesting uh, month. So it was a great month, right? Because uh, yesterday uh, the, the S&P 500 inched out another record high, barely, but they did, right? So uh, with closing higher at 0.03%, a point higher. So a new record high with one point. And I mean, thus far, the S&P is up 14.26% uh, for the year. So that's not Nothing bad at shabby. all. Um, yeah. Take a look at the Nasdaq. Nasdaq also yesterday, New all-time high, right? Yep. And, NASDAQ, uh, big comeback. Yeah, big comeback. Where, where are we there for the year? Let me just uh, quickly see. Uh, the NASDAQ is up 13.7% for the year. Okay. Let's take a look at the Dow. What's happening with the Dow here? <laughs> the, the Dow is like, it's behind. It's still not making new, new all-time highs here. Up for the year 12%, so a little bit trailing here. What's happening with the Dell Mark? <laughs> it, it's trying. It, it's trying. It's like that little engine that could, but right now it can't. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, it looks like a great quarter and a great first half of the year. So, uh, I mean, let's talk about what's moving the markets these days. Uh, so we, we had all these inflation readings, but uh, it seems that investors are shrugging it off and just keep buying stocks in the hopes of uh, economic comeback, right? I mean, it seems that are reopening the economy. Uh, it seems that the Federal Reserve also says, okay, everything is cool. We uh, will maintain our easy money policies. So what do you think here? What's happening? Yeah, you know, I, I really just think it's right now uh, reopening of the economy, like you said, and, and the Fed, right? As long as the Fed is, is still, you know, not pushing for tapering, uh, which was a bit of a surprise. You know, I think everybody or most people thought that they would really slow down their bond buying uh, purchases at the last meeting or, or mention it. And they just really shook that off. Uh, they did, you know, mention that interest rates, uh, their expected interest rate increase would be sooner than expected. But we're still talking 2022 and a lot can happen. So as long as the, the Fed is still maintaining their policies to try and, you know, promote the economy or, or help the economy, I think that the economy, uh, can do well. Yeah, and uh, we, we've talked about it. The, the Fed has two goals, keep inflation under control and yep. low employment. Now, inflation we have seen going up and they are okay with it because recently we also saw an uptick in unemployment. And uh, this is when we looked at the weekly claims and uh, we have more uh, unemployment claims coming out uh, tomorrow. And then the big one is obviously the jobs report on Friday. And I, I think that this is what right now the Fed is waiting for. So. Do we have another uptick here or what is happening? And that's probably why right now they say, oh, no, 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 we keep doing what we have been doing. Well, and today's ADP non-farm jobs came in at 692,000 new jobs. So uh, this is the private sector excluding farming and government jobs. Uh, so that was higher than a forecast, 555,000 jobs are forecast. But last month, uh, actually, it was 900 something, and they revised that to 886. Yeah. Um, that goes actually goes back to May. Um, yeah. So, 
And then yesterday we also had consumer confidence being released and consumer confidence came in really, really strong, right? I mean, uh, yep. previously it was at 120, it was forecasted at 118.9, and then it came in at a whopping 127.3. So, I mean, consumer confidence is strong. Seems that jobs are strong. So at some point, the Fed needs to acknowledge this, that we're doing good. And then, hey, uh, we saw it as soon as they started talking about, uh, <laughs> well, we might actually do something earlier than planned. The markets were really super, super nervous about this. But right well, now, up, up and away. Yeah, yeah. And I saw an interesting uh, comment uh, in, what was it? There are 3 million hires this year. Uh -huh. Though that still leaves about 7 million who are working before the pandemic hit without jobs. Mm -hmm. So 3 million this year, but 7 million. And and that's where the, the employment picture is, is really a, an interesting and, and tricky situation because you have a lot of low paying jobs people don't want to go back to. Yeah. You know, and uh, you have people who have been at home who've decided that they want a career change or they don't want to go back to the workforce um, or, or not necessarily the back to the workforce, but back to the job that they had. Uh, so these ADP non-farm jobs, that uh, was helped out by a boost in hospitality, which would include bars, restaurants, and hotels. Um, but you have a lot of people who worked in the bar, restaurant, hotel industry that are now, after being home for a year, wanting to do something different. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a look at a few stocks. Uh, so this morning on the move, did you see this? SPCE, SPCE Space, uh, Virgin Galactic, actually, uh, that recently was just skyrocketing higher. Yesterday, already moved lower. So yesterday lost 14%. And this morning, pre-market, it seems that another 6.2% down. And I mean, this is interesting because they received FAA clearance to go into space, <laughs> right? And yeah. this is where the market uh, rallied. But now, uh, well, there's a cool down period. Do you see what happened? I, I see the move. Do you know of anything specific driving that? Well, here's uh, basically this morning, Bank of America uh, double downgraded the stock to underperform from buy. Uh, and you see, okay. usually it's a buy hold and then it is uh, underperform i believe so they, they downgraded it by two steps because they say you know what with these prices i mean uh, th this move of going into space was factored in and then some so this sure. is way too high uh they they believe that a reason more reasonable price target is uh, is here in the uh, high 20 lower 30 range so this is why okay. uh space that has been just skyrocketing higher Right now, retracing back. So it seems that uh, it'll kiss uh, the 40 level here in a little bit. We'll see. Yeah. A Bed Bath & Beyond reported earnings. Hey, there's some meme stock back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, they reported earnings. What happened here? Oh, they're so they up percent this morning. They said the sales were better than expected, but they missed profits. Uh, said the cost of you know trying to get business back and which included marketing was higher and that kind of hurt uh, profits there. But they did raise their full year uh, revenue outlook. So it's yeah. hard to. Really I mean, this is where I mean this stock is less effective than some other meme stocks that are completely decoupled from any fundamentals, right? Like AMC or or GME, or then we had uh, recently Clove. I mean, here with Bad Bath and Beyond. 
I mean, it does make sense that the stock is moving higher if they missed uh, the profits here. But if they say, you know what, our outlook is good. That, that's that's yeah. what most investors want to hear. Okay, what do you think for the second half of the year? And this is why they said second half of the year will be good. <laughs> exactly. Because you're you're buying stock not for what it does today, but what no. you expect it to do in the future. Yeah. All right. What else is moving this morning? Well, it's a big day for IPOs. Okay. Who is IPOing today? I didn't see that. So uh, I think it's Diddy Global. Oh. Uh, they're set to begin trading on the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, they've priced their initial public offering at $14 per share, which would raise $4.4 billion. And uh, that gives the China-based ride-hailing company initial valuation of about $73 billion. Yeah. So is if you don't know... The IDI? I, I think it is. I believe it is the IDI. Yeah. And if you don't know what this company is, it's essentially the uh, China Uber. And it literally is the China Uber because they bought China's Uber in oh, wow. 2016. <laughs> so they were uh, you know, competing for market share and they won. So they bought out uh, China Uber. Um, Uber actually owns about 12% of this uh, company that's IPOing today. And yeah. this would be the biggest U.S. Uh, share sale by a Chinese company since Alibaba raised $25 billion back in 2014. Wow. Wow. All right. Already popped over to uh, to LVS, Las Vegas Sands. Because speaking of Asia, yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, I think you might have some news here that I don't. Okay, yeah. So it's, I, it's I up this morning 1.8%. Right and this was uh, basically following reports that the border restrictions between Hong Kong and Macau will loosen in mid-July. And uh, currently, any traveler from Hong Kong to Macau is uh, required to quarantine for 14 days. And Macau is where lots of casinos are. So this is where, gotcha. uh, I mean, Las Vegas sends. Of course, they are the in Las Vegas, hence the name, but they're, they're a, an international worldwide operator of casinos. And sure. so they have been heard with the new uh, variant coming out, right? The Delta variant where everybody thinks, okay, travel restrictions might be actually tightening up. I mean, here in the US, uh, they're pretty loose. You can now travel wherever you want, but internationally, it is still a problem. And here again, uh, between Hong Kong and Macau, uh, the, the the quarantine might be lifted instead of being quarantined for 14 days. And this is where a little bit of a jump here this morning for LVS, which we need because we both uh, own LVS. We own shares in LVS and we own it at a price. I own it at $58. What about you? Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm I, at the same price. Of course, we've sold a lot of premium, um, but yeah, I'm ready for this one to get a little pop here. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad at all. Okay. Um, um, if you are a few other IPOs. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So uh, Clear. Okay. This is, um, they're set to trade on the New York Stock Exchange uh, at, after initial public offering of 31 per share, which would raise about $400 million. Uh, they're known for its uh, frequent flyer identification service. Do you have Clear? I love it. Here? Yes, I have. And we have it here in Austin. So it's super, okay. super easy because TSA Pre is getting really, really crowded and, and Clear allows you to even cut before the TSA pre line. So you have the, the regular line, you have yeah. TSA pre, and then you have clear. Yeah, I'm loving it. Nice, nice. Yeah, flying out of Sacramento, I, I know it's a, a, you know, it's it's there, uh, but I haven't flown much since the pandemic and uh, it's pretty easy to fly out of Sacramento. So I, I don't have it, but I was wondering. 
Yeah. So we're going to IPO today. All right. Cool. Um, let's talk about the housing market for a moment, because yeah. um, uh, so so yesterday the uh, what is it called the Case Schiller Index has been released, and uh, yeah. I mean, boy, it is <laughs> just rising at the fastest pace ever, coming yeah. in at a blazing fourteen percent year over year. I think it was fourteen point six percent. So this yeah. housing prices, right? And I mean. Uh, this is where some home prices in cities like, for example, Phoenix, San Diego or Seattle, they are up more than 20% over the year. And we, we have talked about this. So uh, this is where we just have this, this disconnect. We have the, the huge demand because we have mortgage rates are still at all time lows. I, I mean, it has never been uh, cheaper to borrow money to buy a house. Uh, then. As we know, consumers have pent up cash from the pandemic because we have all the stimulus checks that went out and builders are facing shortages of both labor. We talked about this earlier and also materials because it's not easy to get materials right now. It's horribly expensive. So they're waiting out. So this is where we have kind of the perfect storm happening here. So we have higher demand and we have a lower inventory. And this is where, wow, it's rising quickly. Yeah, and I saw that the National Association of Realtors they said that you know most of this is being driven by first-time home buyers, uh, yeah. which I, I thought was interesting. I, I'm yeah. not surprised. I and mean, why, the, why wouldn't you jump on it, right? If it is yeah, if it is cheap. Yeah, and uh, the median home price uh, is now at an all-time high of three hundred fifty thousand. Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for existing home sales. Yeah. That is super high. I mean, I just saw well, it's here. It's just a great uh, price in California. <laughs> the other day I super saw in my neighborhood, they're building a new subdivision here in uh, around where, where I live. And they said uh, homes starting at 700,000 in a subdivision. Wow. I mean, this is uh, for Austin. That's a lot of money. <laughs> so we will see. We will see if we are running into a bubble here. It seems that thus far everybody says no. This is not a bubble. This will continue. I mean, this is right now the opinion of uh, of professionals. But it's always concerning when it is rising at the fastest pace ever. Yeah. As we know, when we have uh, these uh, these meteoric rises, this is when we really see this going down. We, we have seen it earlier here with uh, with SPCE, right? Uh, or I don't know anything. Anything. What right. goes up like this usually comes down fairly quickly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Anyhow, so this is what you need to know, what is happening in the markets right now, what investors are paying attention to. Hey, if you enjoyed this, give us a like and we will see you in the next video. Oh, by the way, there's probably some videos popping up. Might want to watch these. They're really good. Okay. Have a great rest of your day. Happy trading, everybody.